Welcome to Wise Divine Woman, a home for you who are fed up, exhausted, just hormonally drained, and just need some inspiration, some tough love, some guidance, some advice. I am Dana, and let's be real. I am not perfect. I drink, I swear, I'm far from being preachy, but I want to be open and honest with you, sharing topics and personal thoughts that are close to my heart with the hopes of opening some real conversations about the reality of life, family, and health. I'm so glad that you were able to join me today on the Wise Divine Woman podcast. Okay. Welcome, Carly. Welcome, everyone, to the Wise Divine Woman podcast. And today I welcome Carly. I have met her a few years ago at the Toronto Women's Show, and she is the designer creator of this beautiful breast serum. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to introduce Carly to all of my beautiful women today because I can't tell you enough to touch your breasts let alone um, talk about beautiful oils that you can then add to your body as well. But Carly was the creator of this beautiful breast serum I, I had picked up and I had bought extra bottles and I never actually sold them because I whittled them away myself and kept them for me. So, but it's so amazing. And then the vaginal serum is so incredible and smells so beautiful as well. And we'll talk about that again. So Carly, where did you come up with this beautiful concept of breast serum? Hi, Dana. Hi, Hi ladies. It's so nice to be here. Um, you know, Dana, it, it really did dawn on me when I used to go for my regular checkups at the doctor's office. And even as a teenager, my doctor informed me way back when, right, because I'm almost 40 today, that it's really important to move the flesh of our chest. And it's really, it stuck with me. And he even told me that ancient doctors used to perform it and modern doctors don't necessarily perform breast massages anymore, but they sure do know the importance of moving the fluids because our breasts are fatty tissues, toxins are stored in fat cells. So when you do the math and look at the epidemics that we as women are being faced with, that it's really important to move our flesh our fatty tissue, um, not just fatty tissue, but the, the fluids and there's lymphatic drainage that occurs right next door to the breasts via the armpit. And, and they work together hand in hand to move things, toxins, pollutants out of our body. Mm -hmm. And it's happening all the time. Of course, we can hinder that process or we can support that process. So it was one of those intuitive things that I had been thinking about for much longer than it took me to actually create this serum. I call it the sisters serum because the breasts are sisters. They're not twins. You, you know what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're sisters. They're not twins. They're unique and they're different. They're not the That's same. 
that's right. Yeah. And to honor yeah. that about mm-hmm. ourselves and not, you know, um, judge our own selves anymore. So it was just kind of this formula that was, I feel gifted to me because I instantly knew exactly what I would put in the formula in order to help chelate some of the toxins out of the body to make it a very sensual experience. But I I wanted that detox effect to be part and parcel with the Mm -hmm. sensual um, experience that you're really connecting with yourself in that moment. You're doing it out of self-love. You're doing it keeping the power of prevention in mind, but also just like anchoring and grounding into the now moment instead of, you know, we live our lives on fast forward. So it's not to be done in the busyness. It's not to be done to like add on to your list of things to do. It's Mm -hmm. actually to help you unplug from all of those things, the loud world to plug into the subtle whispers of the body and really give yourself that moment. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. That's the perfect way to look at it because we do not listen to the subtleness of our bodies and the intuitiveness that our bodies are trying to tell us for not just our breasts, but our entire body. And women don't even honor or recognize or trust. They've lost that gut instinct in a lot of, on a lot of situations. So that's beautiful. I'm not a mom. I can observe all of my friends, a lot of which um, are mothers. And I have heard some complaints that are not unique to individual women, meaning a lot of the same complaints are being had by women around my age. It's almost like they wake up one day and they look in the mirror and say, who am I? You know, they've dedicated their whole life to other people, raising a family, Mm -hmm. um, being a cook, a chauffeur, a therapist, a nutritionist, you know, all these roles, masks that we wear as women. And sometimes we forget to fill our own cup. We do. Yeah. And so I was listening to women say that, and I, I can relate on one level, although I'm not a mom and I, I don't, live as selflessly as most mothers i'm the woman that reminds other women to constantly fill their own cup because it does get busy and we do we can lose ourselves in the busyness when we're always prioritizing other mouths other little people's Mm -hmm. schedules that we forget even what we love and what makes us feel good and our favorite foods and activities that we would want to do if we were just by ourselves. So another reason for these products is to help women reconnect to that feeling of sovereignty. So they know who they are. So they get those quiet, generous intimate moments with their own self in their own day where they Mm -hmm. can fill up. So what they're doing is from the outpour, filling other people's cups instead of feeling drained. Yeah, it's so true. It is so many women. So at 51, you are a woman is mostly an empty nester. 
and the children are gone. And yeah. many of us find that we have to then recreate ourselves and recreate our relationships with our husbands or our partners or significant others. And then let alone be able to break those strings, those soul ties of your children, trying to allow them to go off and and then you're empty you're like okay now what and so many women uh, find themselves struggling in so many ways and i find that because they are not in touch with themselves they don't like to be in touch with their husbands either and i find this so sad because why are they not in touch with their husbands i understand there's relationship difficulties and things like that but you know they're blessed to have a relationship and I don't think they realize it. They think perhaps the grass is greener on the other side. But then again, I think that looks at what they have to take care of themselves. Their true happiness comes from, you know, sort of that within kind of idea and being good for themselves so that they can not have to rely on others to provide that joy and provide that that satisfaction for themselves and understanding themselves because no one's going to understand them unless them other than themselves so it's so true that self-care the massage the um taking care of our bodies regaining energy and filling our cups is so important it is so important Yeah, I love that you hit on so many great points. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, guilt-free and shame-free when you take those moments to not carry the burden of feeling selfish because self-care is not selfish. It's necessary. It is necessary. And I think that's the thing. So even with, with, with faith, all of those things can be very taboo and very shaming. And God didn't create us or the creator did not create us to be, have shame or guilt or those types of things. We are beautiful women. That's the way he, he, the, we've been created. Perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And we seem to forget that sometimes because society and magazines and advertising and TV shed a different light upon us. Right. We need to honor the the woman that we are. And it's such a difficult world to do so. And I find now that I'm older and my girls are older. I recognize the shaming or the different things that I did when they were younger or perhaps in that whole diet mentality of of. weight and that that's so bad it was so bad I said I I apologize to them all the time and I even correct the people around me I'm like you can't you don't know what they're going through why do you have to associate everything to weight and so it's it's always taking care of ourselves we need to focus on that because we cannot um take care of others and the completeness that we can it's that analogy of putting the oxygen mask on first right and uh then how can we be then provide ourselves or refuel ourselves for the next stages of our lives which then becomes caretaker of our parents or um having the opportunity to perhaps care for our grandchildren as we age and if you don't have the energy and if you don't have the health to do so then you've, you know, you've lost out on a big 
opportunity, I think, but That's I'm right. not quite there yet for either. So I'm in that re I'm in that rejuvenation phase and I'm in that, you know, re-identifying and refilling that cup. Right. So, yeah. Well, everything changes as we mm. age and to each season, right. There are certain things that we will see um, turn over. And so understanding, number one, aging is a privilege. Yeah, it is. So when we age, we get uh, more lines on our faces, our gums will recede, our skin is going to thin, our breasts are going to sag, our vagina is going to change color, like all of these things, they're, they're going to happen mm -hmm. and we're not really told about it. So then right. when we have to observe it ourselves, we're comparing who we once were in our twenties and thirties to who we are in the now moment thinking, Oh, I wish I was uh, who I was back then, or, you know, wh whatever, mm -hmm we're um, critiquing ourselves because we're comparing um, to maybe images in a magazine that have been photoshopped, et cetera. And so I always tell women, you know, listen to your thoughts because your thoughts become your words and your right. words become your actions. And if you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself, mm -hmm. then you're not going to be taking positive actions in order to really take care of yourself, you might be preaching it to other people, but then not taking a page from your yourself. own book. So, you know, really be conscious of the thoughts that you allow to take place in your head. Mm -hmm. And if they feel good, because there's never just a thought, thoughts are always connected to an emotion or a feeling. So if you think a thought and it's attached to a a feeling or emotion and it's anything less than joyful or advantageous for your growth and mm -hmm. rewind play the thought back and if if it's worth it then continue to allow that story to perpetuate otherwise i press stop i do my whole visualization and then i change the thought and implant it with something that actually has a better feeling Mm -hmm. or emotion that, that I would want to create in my tomorrows, in my now. Right. And I start living because I have, have the ability to think greater than my, my current reality, right? I, I have that ability and most people don't, and we're not really taught that. So it's having that notion in the now moment to think, well, how do I want to feel? And what are the thoughts then that I need to implant kind of like fake it until you make it mm -hmm. in, in order to think and feel the way that I foresee in the future. So I'm not living and responding the same way that I always have, because that will only condition us right. with our past, because that's what the brain does. Our brain keeps a record of the past right. and if we don't change our reactions, we're going to keep up with that same perpetual story, theme, limitation, whatever, but it all starts from a thought. So that's the very first thing, like really listen to the thoughts. Listen to your thought patterns. Do you find that with your studies and your teachings and the women that you've, you've come into contact with, do you find that the emotions and these, um, 
these holdings of these negative things reside in the breasts? Oh my gosh, that's a phenomenal question. Yes, because the breasts are sacred mountains that protect the heart. So oftentimes when we have a hurting heart, um, oftentimes it will show up as the inability to forgive. Okay, that's, that's very heart. Um, and I can even further that as a matter of fact, each breast represents something. The right breast represents your mother and the left breast represents the other. So oftentimes when tumors show up in the right or the left breast, it even has a symbolism a little deeper than what you would think. You know, our right side of the body is more masculine. The left side is more feminine. So it could be energies that um, are unharmonious or misaligned in our masculine versus feminine. feminine. Yeah. So, um, all emotions that have been suppressed or repressed and there's the difference so when you suppress something it's a conscious choice saying okay i don't want to deal with you right now we'll make an appointment come back tomorrow pushing it away pushing it down and repression is actually done on an unconscious level to protect ourselves from very often trauma Um, and it is unconsciously shoving it down so suppression is conscious whereas repression is unconscious and when those energies become put into our bodies that they actually lodge themselves and start entangling with our physical bodies so this is why we know the liver is kind of like the storage area for anger right right and kidneys Fear. So there are certain emotions that have affinities with certain organs, mm-hmm. but also energy period is, uh, it means in motion, emotions in motion, right? So um, emotions that have been pushed down and have become stagnant, then create a blockage in our body. And then that will interfere with our life force that travels through the body. So we're creating blockages and these blockages do occur at certain points of the body. And I would say as females, the two most common areas that we store our negative emotions is in and around our sacral area, which would be hips, pelvic floor, vagina, and heart, breasts, Mm -hmm. chest, thymus, Mm -hmm. thyroid in that area. Right. Right. And as we've, we've spoken before, Carly's done thermography in the past, and we've spoken uh, before at length about this, that in, in thermography, you can visually see this it is an incredible phenomena and then to have the opportunity to speak into it for someone or to bring it back into light to say they need to work upon like work on that aspect because in you know in a lot of women's cases they'll be like my my blood works fine i'm okay i've i'm eating healthy i run 5k a day but it's again not expressing recognizing and bringing forth those emotions that they are not ready for right and it's getting them in touch with the right people to allow that uh, really gentle beautiful 
transition of growth and, and healing that needs to happen at that cellular level because it is so important. It's so important when it comes to the breasts. Like it's a, yeah, it's, and especially with all of this um, self body image damage that we get, we're inundated with not only from, you know, our own minds, but from public or from our, our significant others over life that everything just gets like this. Mm-hmm. And especially with the voice and not, and um, being the, the throat is so important and I can't speak enough about it. I spoke about it yesterday on a webinar as well is that that whole voice needs to be expressed so that you can have that healing. And that's, you know, that whole layering of healing and layering of health. That's so important. Right. And to be the best that you can be. Right. So I loved my session of thermography with you. I would highly recommend that to anyone and everyone. Yeah, I think it's day. super important. I've, I still think about it and go back and reference some of my pictures. And even in some of the pics that I felt like, oh, I look like there's a lack of, you know, circulation there. There's some congestion mm-hmm. that it inspires me instead of me letting it get me down and think, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, Ooh, that's an area of improvement. So I'll start dry brushing or massaging and exactly right. Or again, what about life? Is it not, are you not bringing into vitality in that area as well? I think it's always, it's such a, a, a snapshot in time to, uh, be able to visualize your body right and then use all the different tools that you have to go oh how can I become better or how can I dampen this inner fire what's going on and then you go through that that fourfold aspect of life that mind body soul and and nutrition kind of focus of you know those checking all those boxes and how am I being reflective and what lessons have I learned right so I love it you know me I'll go on about forever because I just think it's so fascinating for women. And I really encourage everyone to try it once or use it as part of their programs as well. So with the breast oils, like were you, you said that you were downloaded the, the formula. Was that just something you were just had an epiphany and you just, <laughs> you know, you just like, oh, and the reasons why you have the oils that you have. I love yeah. them. I'm just like, I, I, if I could smother it on my, my whole body, I just would because it's just so glorious smelling. So, Seriously, it's, it's a experiential. And that's what I was going for. You know, I kind of created it for myself because I felt like, oh, maybe there's a hole in this area. And um, I'm intrigued. I'm just curious. And um, I couldn't really find it. Although there are other products that are similar. They do exist they're a little harder to source and I started questioning like why is that you know something like this should be more readily available at health food stores or online because I just I knew how important it it was instantly (laughs) and you know it's kind of funny because I do believe in synchronicity it's how we met was one but I had a uh, my past 
And everything that I had learned from my past, from my own skeletons and shadows and previous careers as a makeup artist, very, very toxic industry, working with the most beautiful women in the world who, by the way, are coincidentally the most insecure in the world. And so I started to absorb some of those insecurities and I'm using toxic products and I started reading ingredients. So At that point in time, I really kind of woke up. It was an instant thing where I thought, I don't want to be around insecure people anymore. I don't want to use products that have zero integrity, but they're way overpriced and and they've got the most recognizable brand names in in (laughs) history, you know, and I I won't name any of those brand names, but they're very exclusive and overpriced. And I thought, I can't in, in integrity continue to do what I'm doing. So I pivoted, I started going to school for, um, to become a nutritionist since I've graduated. I worked part-time at a health food store, basically making minimum wage, but I was on the floor working with all natural ingredients where I thought, well, I better start picking up products, reading labels, looking up ingredients, And I basically became an expert. I'm self-diagnosed expert on, you know, cosmetic ingredients that you want and cosmetic ingredients that you want to avoid. And, you know, because when, when you look at the numbers, women, we, as women, we wear more products than men. Um, Basically we absorb over seven pounds of cosmetics in a year, one year. So think of one pound of butter versus seven pounds of toxic chemicals that we absorb every year. And I started thinking, well, now I know what rosehip does, what sea buckthorn does, what frankincense does. And now I know what I don't want to absorb. And that's kind of how the formula came to me. I had this idea, well, I, I would want a breast massage oil. What would I want? And then I knew what kind of experience that I wanted to have, but have the functionality to chelate some of those toxins and safely police them out of the body. So um, I just kind of rewound all of my experience and thought, what are the ingredients that I would put? And, And very quickly, I knew the formula and I knew the concentration of ingredients because you want to have your active ingredients and then you want to have your inactive ingredients you want to have your base the base has to be the proper ph and then your essentials and what kind of properties do are you looking for so Mm -hmm. that detox piece was a really big one yeah i I love that about it i love how because you've mentioned it a couple times now how to draw out safely and to move uh, is so important. Women have such difficulty detoxing anyways, um, but it's, it's that gentleness and that slowness of things. And, the, uh, and then also, and I'm sure you have that sort of detox of emotion element to it as well um, because of the aroma, the aromatherapy sort of aspect of the oil because it's, you have to not only toxicity because it, it people don't realize it just drains everything drains and sits right and but it's also that emotional component of that 
gentle, that's what's so beautiful aromatherapy is that gentle release without having to go through the trauma again. It's just that gentle aspect of that motion of release with every application, which is so phenomenal, right? It's just brilliant. Just yeah, it really is. Yeah. And the the sense of smell is so powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all of our senses are received in the limbic system of the brain, but then have to be transferred to another part of the brain in order to be processed minus the sense of smell. It's the only sense that's actually received and processed in the same system. So it can instantly take you back to a point in time where you were, you know, running through the lavender fields in France or sitting in your grandma's bathroom, you know, smelling her lipsticks. And it, it's very nostalgic. It can be. So, um, I, I love being transported by smell and I was, you know, biased in making it smell good for my nose, but, uh, I'm really glad that it has that, that, experience for most people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such a blessing right and yeah. and it's hard I mean I've tried um you know smelling the the other different types of oils but they don't uh the breast oils but they don't have that same sort of um effect and the opportunity and completeness to them so it's absolutely amazing with that with that so but so you have pivoted as part of your business concept and a part of you as a woman, uh, as a healer and as an educator for women in your area. Um, and you, you are a yoga master and you in where you are. Um, so how is that all pivoting and moving for you? How is that going to then look forward and, and then how can women connect with you? You're so sweet. I've I've actually never referred to myself as a yoga master. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking but, you just received a few awards, you know, for, for uh, and I'm just like, oh, well, for sure she would be a yoga master, and she has a, you know, you have a, you're a guru to many of your women that you lead every day. So. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I'd like to point out that we're all mirrors, so what you see in yeah. me exists in you, and I and I thank you for such sweet words. Um, my pivot also kind of came organically. I, I knew that with my serums that I had to put together some sort of education piece, you know, it's, I have to, the, it's so it, important. Like I really, because yeah. how much, why, how, when, mm-hmm. and it's, and I find this with a lot of supplements to be perfectly honest with you or, or any uh, essential oils or things like that. It's the, the, the who, what, when, why, where that gets missed. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It makes me crazy. Yes. Well, knowledge is power. So self-knowledge is self-power. Mm-hmm. And when you learn a little bit more about your own power, because that's what, that's what I feel these sacred tools do. They we're, we're born here. We have amnesia. Right. So a lot of our life when we grow up, it's it's more about waking up and remembering who we are underneath it all. And and we're all very, very powerful, though we disconnect from our power, because when you step into your power, there's a huge responsibility. You've got to be accountable for everything you've created in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. You know, and and be it everything is temporary. Um, So we've just got to 
you know, enjoy it all and not take it too seriously because you'll never make it out of life alive. Yeah. Right. So true. <laughs> so true. So my pivot was adding the, the education with the sacred tools. So what I'm doing is programs and um, I'm launching my first program actually November the 9th. It's a Monday and it's called be your own best friend where I work with a group of women for one month. And in that one month, we meet once a week and we kind of break down and unlearn. So more important than what you learn is what you unlearn. We unlearn the limitations the stories, the grudges, and all the things that we've held on to for so many years that hold us back from our power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's actually a very, I'm biased, of course, um, empowering program. And I had to take it myself. And as um, kind of more recently, my mom died in July. And so we're in October now I'm coming up to the three month mark. And, you know, of all the work that I've ever done over the years, as soon as mom died, I actually had to go back to the drawing board and do it all over again, because having experienced such a cellular trauma Mm -hmm. that all of my shit came up and percolated to the surface. And I thought, oh man, like the work is never done. So all of the formulas that have helped me get to where I am in the now moment, I actually had to reapply. It didn't take as long and it wasn't as say uncomfortable as it was the first time, but it just humbled me to my knees. So all that to say, I've taken my own program and it works because I have successfully unlearned a lot of those things that kept me from connecting to my power. So that's what I'm all about. I'm all about helping women connect back to themselves, Beautiful. their power source, which is typically their heart and to really love themselves and like themselves. So when you're alone, you don't feel lonely. You're just alone and you can enjoy your own company and you can really focus on that moment and not worry about the past and not even, you know, worry about the future, mm-hmm. just be here and yeah. now. So, yeah. um, so many women are not good by themselves. Hmm. That was one thing that I learned you know, um, before I was married is that I had to be good by myself. Uh, it's a lesson that you try and teach. I try and teach my girls and my son. He's okay by himself. Boys are a bit different, but uh, they need to be good and strong for themselves, by themselves. They need to be okay alone. And so many people have a hard time with that because they've never been taught that it that, that being in the present moment of things, right? Always yearning for more, regretting the past, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's so amazing. That is so amazing. Thank you so much. You. <laughs> so I will put all of Carly's information where we can connect with her and anything else that you need. We're going to uh, finish this part one of our talk. And I hope that you can connect with us again for our part two when we get to talk about the sacred area of the 
pelvic floor and the vagina and all the wonderful goodness that happens there and her passion with um, her second serum um, there. So I hope that you can join us at that time. Carly, thank you so much. This has been honestly such a blessing to speak with you today as it always is. It always is, but I'm so glad that we were able to connect. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Dana. And I look forward to part two when we dive into the sweet spot. The sweet spot. I love it. I love it. That was an incredible episode. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope you enjoyed Carly. You can connect with her on Facebook at Godessa Gifts or at Carly Samald. She is an incredible woman. I've got connect points for you in the show notes. This month, download that five-hormone de- five-day hormone detox and you know, recheck yourself. COVID's not been nice to people. We've been under stress. Let's get that under control. Eat Your Way to Hormone Health, another freebie I have. Get that in the show notes as well. Join me in my Facebook group, Wise Divine Woman, where we get to talk about the nitty gritty of breast health, nitty gritty of hormone health, and all the things that are important to you, like sex, like libido, like your husband, like your family, boundaries, breast health. So many, so many good nuggets of wisdom I have to share with you. I'll see you then. If you've enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it. Leave a a rating for me. Tell me about it. Message me. Contact me. I'd love to hear it. Thanks again for joining me in my Wise Divine Women movement. Thanks again. Mm -hmm.